This is Indie Business Podcast, Season 4, Episode 1, Martha Stewart, American Made. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. My goal is to help makers and creative entrepreneurs build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. On this episode, I will introduce you to Richie Holmes Grant of Bambini Wear in Silver Spring, Maryland. Richie is a finalist in Martha Stewart's American Made Awards in the style category. Bambini Wear makes stylish gear that makes sense, works well, and looks great on the modern mom and baby. One thing I love about Richie and her story is how she has created the life she loves, really. You just love hearing about this. Like we always talk about this on the Indie Business Podcast, combining your passions, your educational background, your work experience, your relationships, and your ideas, not just into a business, but also into a life that you can love. You'll also enjoy hearing about Richie and how she became a guest blogger on Martha Stewart's website and how she became a part of the highly curated American-made marketplace at eBay, and how she didn't actually plan any of it. Showing up is the key, as you'll hear her say. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 37. I can't wait to introduce you to Richie Holmes Grant of Bambini Wear in Silver Spring, Maryland. But first... This podcast is brought to you by the Indie Business Network, the trade organization I lead that serves makers and creative entrepreneurs. Members enjoy mentoring and coaching and success calls with experts who can help you grow both personally and professionally, along with affordable product liability insurance. If you're already a member, don't miss our upcoming success call with former beauty editor and PR executive, Stephanie Scott of First and Last PR, on the topic of how to get PR for your business. If you're not a member, you can join today at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. And now, let's welcome Richie Holmes Grant of Bambini Wear in Silver Spring, Maryland. Welcome, Richie Holmes Grant to Indie Business Podcast. Hi, Donna Maria. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Now, one of the things that's so much fun about interviewing people like you is finding out like where you are when I'm interviewing you because we can work from wherever these days. Where are you right now? I'm actually in my home studio. And I am surrounded by uh, pictures of my daughter, who's my muse, and my vision board, and lots of inspiration. So this is this is a perfect place to be for an interview <laughs> for me. Now, Richie, you are the founder of Bambini Wear in Silver Spring, Maryland, which I just have to throw in hello to my homegirl because I grew up in that area as well. And you are also a finalist in the Martha Stewart American Made competition. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be a finalist. It is just such an awesome, awesome accomplishment thus far. And we're working really hard so that I'm not only a finalist, but uh, that I will be a winner as well. So that's the goal. 
Well, we are definitely going to make sure that our listeners know how to vote for you. I know the um, competition just um, opened up for voting for the finalists just hours ago. So we are featuring four of the finalists, one in each category, and you are our choice for the style category. So I'm so excited to have you here. Now, one of the things that resonated with me when I read your story, Richie, was that you left the attorney life to create your own new lifestyle. I did the same thing. Tell us a little bit about that journey for you? What was it like? And, and how did you make that transition? Oh, of course, I love telling this story. And congratulations to you too. It's an awesome place to be on the other side. It is. Uh, Well, so my story started in my third year of law school, actually. So before I even was a practicing attorney, uh, I went to visit my grandfather, who was very sick. And one of the things I said to him to get him to hold on was um, that I was graduating in the, in the spring. I said, Papa, I'm, this is the winter. And I said, Papa, I'm graduating in the spring. And so he said to me, you know, I really want you to take six months off, come back home, sit on your parents' back porch, and then figure out what you want to do with your life. And I never thought of doing that before. It was just not even something that crossed my mind. But at the time, I said, oh, okay, and just sort of left it there. But then two weeks later, he passed away. So that was the last conversation that I had with him. And it really meant a lot to me that in his 77 years of life, that that was one of the things that he wanted to leave me with. He left me with a lot of wisdom, but that was the last thing that he left me with. And so I finished um, I finished my, my, my law school career. I was at Columbia in New York, and I took the bar that summer. And then I did exactly what he said. I came back home, and I, I did not sit on my parents' back porch for six months, although I did have lots of... Um, lots of introspection, uh, lots of really um, meaningful time out there and um, really thought about what I wanted to do with my life. And it was difficult for me at first because, of course, all of my friends uh, started their six figure jobs and I was I was at home and I didn't know what the next step was, but I was willing to take the risk. And so it was during that time when I discovered I did lots of little jobs, things that I always wanted to do with my life, but never really had the time or courage to try because I'd been in school forever. Uh, And one of the things I did was teach SAT prep. And that was a great experience for me because I got to see um, really the disparities that existed even within I mean, in a private tutoring scenario. So not even within public versus private, but even in a private tutoring scenario. And I thought about how much things had changed since I had gone to public school in my, in my home, in my hometown. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could start a business teaching SAT prep? That was what I started with. I was like, this would be great. The SAT scores are, so much lower than they were when I was here. This would be great. That's all I want to do. And people thought that I was crazy. They literally said to me, you are crazy. It will never work. And that was motivation for me. So I started this, what I thought would just be an SAT prep company in 2003. Um, After at that point, I'd passed the New York bar and I'd also passed the Maryland bar because I decided I wanted to stay in Maryland. And uh, that was in 2003, and we are still here in 2015, but now we do all sorts of standardized tests, uh, one-on-one academic tutoring, summer enrichment, uh, admissions consulting for private schools and colleges. And so that 
for me was what I was meant to do. I thought about all of the things that I could do and I realized that I could give so much more to education than I could to to law. And uh, I'm still barred in New York and Maryland, but I only do fun stuff, things for me that are, are really interesting. And so that was the career that I had before I created uh, Bambini Wear, which is, uh, which is why we're talking right now. So that's my story. That's how I became an attorney turned entrepreneur and thousands of students later, I, I have no regrets. And do you still have the SAT prep business as well? Or have you transitioned totally to Bambini wear? Well, I, yeah, I still have it. And funny story, uh, when I was in high school, I interned uh, actually at the company my mom worked for. She worked for a Fortune 50 company. She was a vice president. And my goal at the time was to become her boss one day. I didn't know how. I just said, okay, I want to do that one day. And uh, in 2007, she retired early and she said, I think I want to come at I come work at IST. Uh, Innovative Study Techniques is my first company. And so I said, OK, well, you can come, but, you know, I'll be your boss. Right. <laughs> and so um, she said, yeah. And then um, that was in 2007 and she's still there and she actually runs the company for me while I spend most of my time uh, working uh, to build Bambini wear, but I still do go in from time to time. So technically I have, I have two businesses and one boss who's my daughter, who's two, almost three now. Oh my, yes, they are the boss, aren't they? That is so true. Well, thank you so much for sharing that part of your journey. I, I, I love it because it really demonstrates that we don't have to have this one dimensional path. Um, I've heard it described more as a jungle gym than a ladder these days that we're <laughs> that we're on. Yeah, so um, that really demonstrates that. So Bambini Wear is just, um, you know, it's the cutest company, um, just the cutest products. And I just, you know, congratulate you for for what you're doing. So you, you've been doing this just only for a couple of years now. And your growth seems to have been I mean, did you did you plan this growth or did it just kind of happen this way? What, what, what was your idea when you started about the direction you were going to be going in? Well, I, you know what? It's interesting. I, I really had no idea that it would grow into what it's become now. And we're still, of course, growing. But I was on maternity leave from my my other company and uh realized that I would not be able to work in the same capacity that I was working before Mm. um, at late nights and weekends. And so I've always had this incredible drive. And um, so I couldn't just sit at home. And uh, I, I, at the same time, while I was thinking about what to do next, I was also looking for products that just didn't exist. Baby baby products, I mean. Uh, my daughter at the time, I started really thinking about creating my own products, was two months old. And I was looking for products that weren't out there. And as I started to think about what I wanted, I realized, wow, this could actually be another business. Even though I wasn't even thinking about that, I thought, wow, if I need this, then other people surely must must need what I'm creating. And, and the whole idea was I wanted to create products that really worked well, had great functionality uh, that made sense, but then also looked really great. That was important to me, having a stylish element to the products because 
I found that when I became a mom, it was very easy to sort of slide into the world of, you know, frumpy, you know, because sometimes it's just very difficult to do basic things when you have a baby, like take a shower. Like that was really huge for me. And then of maintaining, maintaining my style, it, it took a back seat for a while. And then, and then I thought, well, you know, it doesn't have to, I can, I can be a mom, I can still be stylish, and I can have really stylish baby products. And I want to make these. And that was what I started off doing. And then as I started to show other people what I was doing, I found out, wow, I was right. People really people really need these products and people like them. And people like the story behind them, creating the products based on a need that I had. And then from there, it just sort of grew into creating a, a complete lifestyle brand for, for modern moms. So not only making baby gear, but also building a community, providing resources and support became very important to me as I uh, grew in motherhood and, and being a mentor to to new moms. I, I just I, I felt like, wow, I can do all of this in one endeavor. And this is great. This is this is beautiful that I'm doing this with my daughter. I'm doing something that I love and I'm also helping people. So that's how Bambini Wear started. Uh, we launched officially launched. I worked when my daughter was asleep uh, for almost a year. And when she was awake, I used her as my product tester. And we officially launched on her first birthday in October 2013. I, I know what it's like to, to work while the babies are sleeping. And, um, and even they could be on your breast while they're sleeping and yes. you're working. I know, know that. And, I, you know, I read your story. I love the part about shower schizophrenia. So all our moms who are listening can relate to taking a shower. And every three seconds, it's like, is that my baby crying? Is that my baby crying? Just trying to wash yourself. But anyway, I love the little aprons too that you have for moms. Those are those are super cute. So did you start out making these products yourself, like in your own sewing room? Well, funny thing, I do not have a sewing room. I actually the last thing I I remember sewing was a tote bag in seventh grade. And I never knew though that you could actually be a designer and not um, not also sell your products until I started watching um, you know, reality TV and seeing you know people coming up with their own lines and just having the concept or the idea and then finding other people to execute them really well. So I designed everything and I used in the beginning and still do, I used household products as just you know things you could find around the house to create my first prototypes. And then um, I am actually fortunate that my major in high school was engineering. So I did know how to um, you know, provide the proper um, specs and do the technical drawings to actually um, put my 3D vision on paper. Uh, so with with those, having my prototypes, having the drawings, I actually was able to find some really good people in the beginning to make my first patterns. And then from there, I found uh, great sample makers. And then from there, I found uh, manufacturers, small run manufacturers to do my first production runs. And, so and you, you, you have a commitment to American manufacturers as well, right? I do. You know, that is very, very important to me for so many reasons. Um, one, I've always believed in, in, in the American entrepreneur. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. I'm a fourth generation entrepreneur. My daughter makes the fifth. And so it was very important to me to, to, to keep things here um, for that reason, to build a legacy for her. And then 
uh, contribute to the domestic economy uh, that and take pride in the products that we make, knowing that they're here, they're, our quality is, is unmatched. All of those things were factors in making that decision. But I'll tell you one story um, that really hit home for me. Uh, in the very beginning, when I was testing out different fabrics and materials, I wasn't I wasn't sure exactly where to find what I needed. And one of the products, uh, one of the materials actually um, was imported at the, um, from. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where it came from at the t- uh, but at the time I just wanted to see what it was like and I couldn't even open the package because it had this terrible chemical smell to it. It was awful and, and I, I said, you know what this is not this is not what I want to do. I don't I don't I want to know where everything comes from. I want to know that there's a certain level of quality involved. I'm making products for babies you know, the most sensitive skin you can find. And I don't want anything that that I wouldn't put on my own child. And so that was the end of that. I was like, I'm not even going to consider anything, everything I want to be done here. And there's a sense of pride in that for me, even though people talk about, oh, your costs are higher or, or you know, whatever. To me, it's it's worth it knowing that your products have a certain standard behind them and that we are American made. That's, that's huge to me. And I want that to be huge to my daughter as well as she, as she uh, grows up and, and, and watches the business grow as well. I want her to understand the importance of that. And there's a little nugget in there um, that you mentioned early on. I want to go back and unpack that. You said you are a fourth generation entrepreneur and your daughter is the fifth and she's all of two years old now. So here's my question. (laughs) Um, And and I love this too, because I have children and and, and I just just believe in this so much. I want to hear you share with me and our listeners why you're making that presumption. Oh, that she will be the mm-hmm. fifth? Yes. That she well, will she, be an entrepreneur. Yes. That is all she's known. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is normal to her now. It's it's having our having our business, uh, her friend seeing her friends wear our products. She mm-hmm. understands all of that. She to her normal is seeing herself as the spokesperson, uh spokesmodel of our of our of our brand. Uh and making mm-hmm. things yourself and using using them yourself that mm-hmm. all of that is ingrained in her I've always made that important to her so whether we're making our products or whether we're making food um, she understands she that gets you it. Don't have to buy everything we yeah. can make things and uh, I see that in her I do I see that in her already so I'm going to go ahead and make the presumption I don't know exactly what she will end up selling but that she's got that entrepreneurial spirit already and I'm just nurturing it yes and you know it's so it's a, I, I do I, I know you probably run your business from a bunch of places but one of them is obviously where you live so um, just you know business happens there whether you want it to or not I'm <laughs> sure but I, I love that you're describing this multi-dimensional lifestyle that you've created because you talked earlier about how these different facets of your personality and your educational background all fit in here. Then you've brought your daughter in here. And then you've brought your 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 commitment to, uh, you know, supporting domestic manufacturing and supporting other Americans and the commitment to, you know, making things not having to buy everything that the DIY idea. It's just so um, 
it's so wholesome and so wonderful to be able to deliver all of those things naturally to your child, not something that you have to go out and find, but that that is in your home and she's living it and learning it and being the spokesmodel is awesome. Is she on salary? (laughs) (laughs) Does she get a paycheck? People do ask me that and I do put... Uh, a certain percentage aside for her for mm-hmm. her education and mm-hmm. um, I do have a weakness so when we're out and she does ask <laughs> for certain things she'll she'll get them yeah. uh, but usually they're things that that are somehow related to uh, what we're already doing. Right. So for instance, um, she has a kitchen in our in our house, you know, one of the play kitchens. And so she'll mm-hmm. she'll get certain accessories for her kitchen or she'll she'll want um, she we, she wanted to bake a cake the other other day and uh it was actually a cake that I a cake mix that I would not have purchased but she insisted on it and so it I turned it into a learning uh experiment it was actually a, a tie-dye cake and it was really good but mm-hmm. we she learned about mixing colors yeah and so things like that I, I I will I will let her get but she she's I call her toddler boss in social media because she really is my boss I said that earlier but that she really really is and she loves coming in the morning I I wake up earlier a lot earlier than uh, my daughter and my husband so that I can get extra work done in the morning and when she wakes up she comes into my office which is our studio and she comes and she sits on my lap and we talk about what mommy is working on so all of this is 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 part of her life and what she knows and she knows it's mommy's office she Mm -hmm. knows that we're going to work on this today we're going to make this today and that is such a blessing to me to be have been able to design not only products but to design this life around being a modern mom and a working mocking mom yes yes well just beautiful that's so you're just a woman after my own heart where that (laughs) is concerned because it is so exciting to be able to bring your children in and let them see the connection between what you do every day and the food that goes on the table and the savings that goes into the account, etc. So, um, you know, I look forward to seeing her entrepreneurial <laughs> ventures um, not too long down the road. So you mentioned social media a minute ago, Richie, and I know you, you use social media a lot. I see that you are uh, blogging on Martha Stewart's site and, you know, you've, you blog a lot. I, I saw your blog. And one of the things I noticed was that you don't blog really at all about mommy wear or bambini wear or what to wear. You blog about a lot of different things. So help us understand how you connect these different types of topics to your blog so that they, you know, result in this sort of brand notion and experience for your customers to make them uh, more inclined to purchase your products. Oh, that's a really good question. So what I found early on was that people love our products, but they also really love the story behind our products. And they love hearing about how I'm able to do all of the things that I'm able to do. And not that it's a perfect life, not that I've got the whole work-life balance figured out completely, but I am very open in my experience. And I do love sharing and I do love teaching, probably because of my uh, background in the educational sector. Uh, but so I, I discovered early on that that was an avenue for me to do more teaching was through blogging, teaching about things that moms are interested in, moms want to know more about, um, fun things for, for you to do with your children, to explore, and then also to 
to actually be able to nurture yourself as well. So self-care is also a big part of what I talk about too, because I found that in being a mom, you can also, it's very easy to lose yourself if you're not careful. And so I talk about that a lot as well, is how do you uh, manage being a great mom, but also being a great um, person to yourself. And I, I hear this all the time. I'm about the oxygen mask um, analogy. If you know, you've got to take, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first if you are going to be the best caretaker for others. And so that's that's really the theory behind everything. And then sometimes I just blog about things that interest me uh, that may not fall into a specific category. But hey, I'm interested in this. Or here's an activity that we tried. Why don't you try this as well? Like gardening. I've never had a green thumb and I still don't. But last summer, it was so much fun to start a garden with with Riley and blog about that. And that's what I do. And um, through Martha Stewart, I was very fortunate, actually. uh, So we are Uh, nominated as a finalist in the uh, Martha Stewart American Made Awards. And before that, we uh, became a part of the Martha Stewart American Made brand earlier this year. And through that opportunity, through the market, and through that opportunity, we um, were approached about um, blogging or writing as a contributor to Martha Stewart. And this is is through the eBay, the American Made Market on eBay that she has? Okay. Yes. So the American Made Market is an opportunity for American makers to um, have their their products showcased within um, the Martha Stewart American Made brand, uh, which is powered by um, eBay in terms of um, where you can go and actually purchase your products. Everything is done through the MarthaStewart.com site, but eBay powers it. And we were very fortunate to have the opportunity to join the market and um, through that also had the opportunity to uh, become a contributor to MarthaStewart.com. And that's an amazing opportunity for me because just last year I was on MarthaStewart.com looking things up and now you know I can go on there and look something up and see my name pop up too and that oh, I is love it. amazing I love <laughs> it amazing so, as, as a writer it is it is so and, and how, how did that opportunity to be on the eBay market come up was that something that you had to request or did you go somewhere how, how did that happen Oh, that's a fun story. So uh, I was actually on the on the MarthaStewart.com site looking up a recipe that I was blogging about uh, before we had the relationship. And I saw that they were hosting the American Made Summit and awards last year. And I said at that moment, this is a place I, where I need to be. And the time it passed to actually uh, apply for the American Made Awards, but you could still go to the summit as a guest. And I I went to the summit. It was amazing. Uh, no one throws a party like Martha Stewart, seriously. So there was a party on Friday night and then all day long, uh, there was a summit at the Martha Stewart Living Omnimedia headquarters. And I wore one of my mommy aprons that you talked about earlier. Um, although the aprons are designed for any woman who could use more than two hands, which is really all of us. Uh, so make, makers, crafters, vendors, cooks, teachers. Uh, and so it was it was great because everyone was asking, asking me about what I was wearing. And there were editors there from, from Martha Stewart and from lots of great places. And one of the people I met was a senior editor from Martha Stewart. 
And she uh, gave me her card and she said, if there's anything I can ever do for you, let me know. And that was a moment, a real turning point for me because there was a great opportunity right there for me. And I followed up with her and I asked if she would deliver a package to Martha Stewart with a bib in it um, for her grandson. Her grandson is the same age as my daughter. And that was really how I was able to introduce myself to the brand. I sent an extra bib per her request, um, so that another editor there could look at it. You know, she didn't make any promises, but she said it might be nice for you to, um, for you to just get this introduction to, to the Martha Stewart brand. And I didn't have any expectations beyond that. I just really admired Martha Stewart so much. And uh, I'd read her book, The Martha Rules about entrepreneurship. And it was like she was a virtual mentor to me. And I really wanted to give her this gift um, and just show her how much her inspiration um, has meant to me. And that was really it. And um, within about a month, I was contacted by the folks in the American Maid Department asking if I would be interested in joining. And that was amazing. I will never forget that day um, because it was it was such a surprise, such a welcome surprise. And I was ready. I was actually ready. And that was that was really critical for me to work so hard to get to that point and then actually be ready. And that was how we that was how we got here. And then um We've been part of the the market. Our products have been, have done very well in the American made market, and um, I did have to apply just like everyone else for the um, to actually be considered for the awards. And right now, um, we'll you know we'll see. The the voting period is um, September twenty first through October nineteenth. So I am I'm on the campaign trail now. <laughs> you are on it, and, and and I love that story too because it really started with you just showing up without really any agenda other than um, you knew you were going to have a good time, obviously. But um, you just kind of followed the opportunities as they came to you, and I I love that you shared that because so often we think there has to be this three ring binder and notepads and plans and all sorts of pie charts and stuff that have to chart our course for the next several years. And I just, I just haven't seen that particularly in in the maker world. I totally agree. I do. I could not have orchestrated this if I wanted to. Uh, I just showed up. I gave my best Mm -hmm. Um, little known fact. I was very shy when I was younger and there was a turning point when I was 14 years old. I took a public speaking class. I decided I didn't want to be shy anymore. I wanted to be comfortable in any environment. And um, I am I always look at opportunities like this as opportunities to um, where I can network, I can meet people and wearing my product was a huge bonus. <laughs> yeah, so it helps I to have that the moment. Yeah. Yes, it definitely helps to be able to have that. And you just mentioned the product is not, um, even though it's designed for moms, it's certainly I mean, I'm, I'm a mom, and I can think of a million ways to use it. But I love that you mentioned, you know, people teachers, perfect for teachers, perfect for people who are standing behind a trade show booth all day and need tape and scissors and pens and all that stuff all the time um, can be fashionable and also, you know, get the job done behind their booth. So tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your experience applying to be uh, considered for the Martha Stewart Awards. And then, of course, how can we vote for you? Okay. Um, the experience of uh, actually applying for uh, the to be considered for the Martha Stewart American Made Awards was actually a very powerful one for me because it forced me to reflect on 
everything that's brought us thus far. We had to answer questions like, what inspires you? What inspired you to start the company? And of course, my first inspiration was my daughter and my experience as a mom, but then also I'm inspired every day by the moms in our community. And it was um, so meaningful to be able to write that on uh, on the application and share that with share that with the world. And these are the and, questions that actually appear on the form where we go to yes. vote for you. Okay, these are the answers yes. you gave. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you can actually read all about that. And then, what was the best business advice you've ever received? And I talked about the story of my grandfather and um, how he um, inspired me to come back home. And that was my first experience with entrepreneurship and um, what does it mean to be an American uh, made maker all of those things uh, are in the application all of those things that are reflective of who I am and where I want the company to be as a lifestyle brand not just selling baby gear but being a lifestyle brand for the modern mom providing tools and resources and all of these things to make make life easier that's what I want to do uh, and so as far as voting for us goes the voting period again is September 21st uh, so uh, started on Monday yesterday and then uh, we go through October 19th and you can vote every day for us uh, up to six times a day by going to our website which is Bambi Anywhere, B-A-M-B-I-N-I-W-A-R-E.com. And you can click on the Martha Stewart American Made icon to go straight to our voting page. And you vote there on the site. You can come back, vote the next day, the day after that. We also are giving reminders on social media. We're giving uh, more insight into our lives behind the scenes, S-E-A. M S. Not C, <laughs> oh, I love scenes. that. <laughs> Behind the scenes. I love it. Yeah. So this is fun for us. You know, this is connecting with a broader audience. This is um, just an opportunity for us to share Bambini with the world and share our lives and share the things that are um, that you see and some of the things that you don't see. Um, funny story, my daughter, uh, I was in the shower, you know, those much coveted showers the other day and she answered my phone and um, while I was in the shower and started to FaceTime the caller and then brought the phone to me in the shower with the camera still on. <laughs> <laughs> She's so helpful. <laughs> and that's the thing. She was so helpful. Yes. And I was, at first I was mortified, but then I was actually a little bit impressed that she figured it all out. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we share things like that. You know, the real life stuff that makes this, makes this so exciting. That you is know, so sweet. Yeah. That is absolutely adorable. Um, I can, I can picture it now. <laughs> okay, baby. Um, just let me wipe my soap off my hands for a second. Don't drop the phone. <laughs> That's a wonderful story. So we, we wish you all the best. And again, Bambini Wear. Yes. It's just a wonderful brand. And you have an absolutely fantastic story. I love how you woven in how you use social media and how you use blogging, and how showing up is so important and how you've created your own lifestyle. I mean, it's just, it's just like, what so many women want to be able to do. So thank you so much for that inspiration. Everyone make sure you go to Martha Stewart's American made site at Martha Stewart.com forward slash American made. And then you can search right there for Bambini where I'm going to spell it one more time. B A M 
B-I-N-I-W-A-R-E. And you can meet Richie and her beautiful little daughter and all these products like the Apronini, which is so cute. <laughs> Just yeah. wonderful. Well, congratulations. To, are you going to be, um, no matter what happens, are you going to be in New York for the awards this year? I will. I will. It's an amazing opportunity to meet and learn from some really great people, people at the top of their game. And I'm yes. really looking forward to it. So I will be there. Well, me too. I will be there. I bought my ticket the day they made them available. So hopefully we'll be able to connect there with a lot of other people and meet. Yes, I look forward to that. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much to your listeners for um, for listening to my story. I hope that it inspires someone out there to to uh, go after your dreams. That's all I've been doing. And so far, so good. (laughs) Oh, I I say absolutely. Thank you. And we should listen to this story more than once, because there's a lot of nuggets in there that we can all learn from and be inspired by. Thank you so much, Richie, from BambiniWear.com. I love your story. I'm so excited to share and I will see you in November. (laughs) Thank you, Donna Maria. All right. Good luck too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Richie Holmes Grant of Bambini Wear in Silver Spring, Maryland. Let's wrap up some of the ideas and action steps we discussed on this episode. Number one, show up. Richie said she went to the Martha Stewart Awards event last year without a real agenda. She showed up and things happened when she did. Number two, plan as you go. So much of business success today is not based on a massive five or 10 year plan. We can have what I call an evening bag plan that is focused and clear, but also flexible. It's so important to have something that can grow with you. And Richie's story certainly supports that idea. Number three, blogging about what matters to your customer. Richie does not blog about her products. She blogs about things her customers care about, self-care for moms, healthy baby food recipes, and things that really have nothing to do with her products, but which attract her target customers to her website because they're concerned about the items that she's covering on her blog. Number four, be real. Richie talks about her real life, not everything being perfect all the time, but what it's really like to be a mom of a toddler running a business. It is hard work, and Richie says she makes sure to be true to that. Authenticity is so important in our transparent world today. And this is so significant for you to embrace this concept in your business. So make sure you take a note of that. And number five, you can build a brand around products that are not made overseas. Hallelujah for that. Richie's commitment to domestic makers is admirable. And yes, her products may be more expensive, but that messaging is part of her brand that the ingredients, the components in her product come from America. People are willing to pay more because they realize that they're getting more when they buy from a company who has these types of values and ensures that they know where all of the components in their products come from. And that's really, really a wonderful part of how Richie is growing her particular brand. So take note of that as well. Well, I could have talked to her all day, and I'm sure you could have listened to her all day too, but you can, of course, go over to Martha Stewart's American Made site and search on Bambini Wear so you can vote for her. 
Make sure you do that. I'm going to take a few minutes to do that now. And don't forget to visit my website at IndieBusinessNetwork.com so you can get the show notes for this episode. And while you're there, do click the link to go over to iTunes and rate this podcast. It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories I bring you. And it helps me to get more visibility to wonderful entrepreneurs like you as well. I love the maker community and I'm so excited to be a part of it along with you as we work together to grow makers in America by leaps and bounds. It's such an exciting time to be in business. I'll see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder and create the life you love.